Welcome to Center Stage with international opera star Pamela Kuhn. And now, here is your host, Pamela Kuhn. Good morning, everyone, and the curtain is up on Center Stage, the show about the arts and the artists behind their work. Composer Franz Liszt had this to say of a great performer. For the virtuoso, musical works are in fact nothing but tragic and moving materializations of his emotions. He is called upon to make them speak, weep, sing, and sigh, to recreate them in accordance with his own consciousness. In this way, he, like the composer, is a creator, for he must have within himself those passions that he wishes to bring so intensely to life. Recently, in New York City, I heard a pianist who did exactly that in performance, Vecheslav Gryaznov. He looks like a movie star. He has a simple yet strong presence. He walks out on stage with a gravitas as if his steadfast movement had been choreographed by Kenneth Macmillan in Prokofiev's Romeo and Juliet. He regards his audience with a certain strength, as if to say, Hang on to your seats, folks. I'm going to take you from dark depth of emotion to reflection, and you will come along with me in an intimate fashion. I will show you how beautiful the extremes can be. And Slava Gryasnov does just that. Somehow I felt lulled into a hypnotic state with his performance. It's a big technique with thrilling passion. But something tells me that he still enjoys retaining a boyish quality that is deliciously open to all levels of self-learning. There was a charming wealth of humanity that came across in his performance. In one of the front rows at Baruch University's performance hall, a cell phone started ringing in the pause between one of his pieces. He waited calmly. Then, as the owner of the phone made no gesture to turn it off, he looked down to the audience from his piano bench and said, Well... Are you going to answer it? It was done with such patience and humor. Slava Gryaznov showed in that moment that he recognizes the times we live in and will forever be the gracious teacher to those who may be one beat behind. Born in Yuzno Saklakilinsk, a small city in the easternmost reaches of Russia, his parents recognized his musical talent early on. They took the heroic step, similar to the story of extraordinary ballet talent Sergei Polunin, of giving up everything to move to Moscow so Slava could have the best musical education. Stories such as this remind me of the particular passion of the Russian people. They have the tenacious ability to live with pain and suffering, as has been their history. But when it comes to truly realized prodigious talent, parents will give up everything they know and hold most dear to help their child be recognized. From then on, it was easy. He studied at the Moscow State Conservatory. He graduated with honors and now on the teaching faculty of Moscow Conservatory's piano department. In 2016, he accepted Yale University's offer to complete his artist diploma, studying with Professor Boris Berman. Slava Gryaznov is a member of the Moscow Philharmonic Society and is an artist-in-residence with the Drozdov Society in the United States. 
He has established an international solo career and has just finished a performance of the Rachmaninoff Second Piano Concerto in Ireland. He is here with me now to dazzle us with his life and career. Good morning, Slava, and welcome to Center Stage. Thank you. What an introduction. Thank you, Pamela. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> I love it when Russians say my name, Pamela. <laughs> Pamela. I love that. It's so interesting. <laughs> I love your pronunciation of mine. So oh, <laughs> I try. I try. <laughs> Thank you. Slava, what brought you to music first? How did, how did you come? Did you have a calling to the piano as an early, at an early age? Um, well, it's quite difficult to say what called me, but um, I think there were almost no reasons for me to be a musician because my parents are not musicians. Uh, my father was an engineer. My mother was a teacher of German language. Oh, wow. Yeah, for almost 50 years. That's cool. So yeah, yeah, mm, and um, I don't know any members of our family who was a musician actually. So I don't know the starting point mm-hmm. and what attracted me, what mm, brought me yeah, to uh, this area. But I remember in my childhood I had a little toy piano with a few keys only, and I tried to play some melodies uh, which I heard from the radio, simple ones, but that I could. And um, uh, my parents later told me that uh, instead of sleeping at the children's garden, uh, I used to uh, went to the piano and play something and disturbed another children. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was kind of interesting because really I don't know why. I yeah. don't know why uh, this interest but you was called. so obvious. You, you, it was there. You, you know, you had a, a good musical ear. You would, would imitate melodies that you heard? Mm, yeah, maybe I had some good ear. Uh, <laughs> that's true. But uh, I hadn't any passion to practice, I would say. So the oh. first years of, uh, let's say, my education uh, uh-huh. in Yuzhna um these years were not... I would say serious in terms of education mm-hmm. uh, because I did what I wanted and um, uh, my teacher was a little bit upset about me because yeah I didn't do too much homework and uh, I didn't practice a lot um, so <laughs> I had I would say quite a normal childhood yeah. there's a lot of joy there's <laughs> a lot of fun with Working with my friends, with playing football, soccer, you know, skiing, mm-hmm. and so on. Mm-hmm. So uh, in this case, I, I think I was quite, I am, <laughs> quite lucky um, to have such a childhood because I know um, a lot of musicians um, just don't have. That's right. They uh, haven't had the normal balanced life. Yes. That you probably did. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I am happy about that because mm-hmm. I think it helps me now. Uh, this kind of happy feeling, uh, happy life. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, um, I have um, something to remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. that's really important. That's that's the best thing in the world that comes sure. into your of music course. making. Of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. So, you know, your parents actually gave everything up to move you to Moscow yeah, so you could true. have this great musical education. This must mean a lot to you. This is this is in your CV, and I know when people make statements like this, it's something that is really powerful. Um, Maybe it's too personal, but, yeah, I think I, I, I should mention that. Mm-hmm. 
Mm, all what I have now, um, I owe to my parents and to mm -hmm. my teachers. Because mm -hmm. my parents did uh, unbelievable step, and uh, they just sacrificed everything, sacrificed everything. And um, wow. mm, um, speaking about my parents, I lost my father because of it, because he tried to uh, to start some business in Moscow okay. to support the family. Mm -hmm. And you know, the famous 19th in the, uh, well, the end of the Soviet Union. Yes. Um, there was a crazy time. Uh, the economic uh, was collapsed. Uh, the financial situation was in chaos total, totally. So um, it was quite unpredictable situation what was going on. And to start something at that time, I think it was... It was dangerous. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Dangerous, risky. Mm -hmm. um, so, wow. yeah, we paid we paid a, uh, a good price for that. Oh, for, I'm so yeah. sorry. Well, yes, um, I was 11 mm -hmm. when he died. And but that must have had a great impact on you. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's true. And, um, well, mm, I think... I have something, you know, to uh, to keep in my heart always, mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. to be a good example for my child. That's also. wonderful. That's 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 absolutely wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. So, um, wow, you are so handsome. Thank you. You, you have really, the, really Slava. <laughs> I mean, you look like a rock star, and and I'm oh sure, you know, I know you've done a lot of concertizing in in Japan as well, and I'm I'm yeah. sure your picture is is all over having the looks that you do, and it does make a difference nowadays, doesn't it? I mean, there there's a certain image about classical musicians now. It's not just about the playing anymore. You know, it it, it can be utilized to your benefit. Of co of course, that the um the whole picture, the complete picture, mm -hmm. how you look, how you play, how mm -hmm. you talk, how you think, how you teach, mm -hmm. how you live. So it's kind of complex picture. And uh, yeah, I, I think it's important to to do something like that, to not only be separated uh, mm -hmm. from your audience, from the real life, mm -hmm. right? Because uh, the real life, it's our experience. And uh, that the thing we are sharing with our audience, mm -hmm. our experience, and our feelings um, that are happening right now, mm -hmm. and we're reacting on that. And wow. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really important for me. So you met and married your wife. She's also Russian. Yeah, and, she's uh, Russian. Before you came to America, you have a 12-year-old yeah. son yes. who does play the piano, but I'm yes. sure plays soccer as well. Oh, and, of course. Um, <laughs> and you're, you're loving your time here. Or How different has it been to make this adjustment? Mm, I couldn't say it, it was too difficult. It was different. Yes, that's true. Um, just because of new culture, new language, new everything. Mm -hmm. mm, my son struggled uh, because of his level of, of English. Uh, mm -hmm. We we tried to uh, make him comfortable with language, but mm -hmm. of course, what we learned ourselves uh, in terms of English um, and the real English here. It's two completely different things. Yeah. Uh, so, but anyway, now he's quite good. Uh, I think he speaks better than us, than, than we, we speak, <laughs> yeah. Uh, because he has a lot, of, uh, a lot of time, just he spent a lot of time in school, and uh, this is the best uh, environment for him. 
now. Mm-hmm. That's brilliant. Uh, new friends, yes. Uh, he found also um, some people who came from another country, so they're in the same environment mm-hmm. and uh, they mm-hmm. help each other. And actually, I think he is learning um, not only how to receive help, but how to help That's also beautiful. as well. Mm-hmm. As well. And uh, I find this incredible, incredibly useful for him. So, f- for me, um, well, I never studied in English uh, mm-hmm. school um, and uh, I didn't know the system of mm-hmm. education. Mm-hmm. So, it was quite new for me, yeah. for sure. Mm. But this is great. This is great. Yeah, but I came here for learn something new. That's what the main reason, <laughs> actually. So why not? And we're of learning course. from you. In fact, let's let's hear another piece of yours. How okay. how about this Mozart Piano Concerto number twenty four? Oh, 24? wonderful! Yeah, let's do it. it let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> when did you perform this, and with what orchestra? Do you uh, I performed it in Yekaterinburg, uh, the, one of the major cities of Russia, mm-hmm. with uh, Yekaterinburg Symphony Orchestra. And um, uh, spe- especially for this event, I uh, wrote my own cadenza for this concerto. So Brilliant. let's listen to let's it. Let's listen. <laughs> this is Slava Griosna, folks. And this is the final movement. indeed beautiful and beautiful thank you what are you known for Rachmaninoff Liszt Mozart what are your favorites who are your favorite composers Uh, my favorite composer is that impossible to answer um, it's possible Um, I I can talk about my uh, closest one probably not favorite but closest Mm -hmm. one Rachmaninoff Mm -hmm. Um, he's the person uh, I would consider like my musical father Maybe, yeah. I don't know why, but uh, I feel so, so close to him. Unbelievably, yeah. Do you think it's just the passion of the music? Is it... Is it? No, I think it's um, some similarity in... Well, if I could say it. Yeah. Some similarity in thinking, in feelings, uh, what he tried to express through his harmonies, through his melodies. Music. Mm, and what was so. that, really, specifically, do you think? Well, it's hard to explain, really. <laughs> um, but the combination of um, just immortal, uh, joyful, you know, yeah. um, uh, with this, at the same time, with dark sides. With, yes, definitely. Uh, yeah, so we are, like, shifting between them. Uh, we are going through this very complex way. and um, That's beautifully said, actually. Mm, I think you've just summed it up. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah. Now Thanks y- for that. <laughs> <you> <laughs> I will remember. <laughs> you are known 
for your outstanding arrangements and transcriptions of famous pieces. Uh, you are like incredible in the world of shot publishing house in that you've provided them so much. Are, are you like the youngest arranger out there uh, for piano well, transcriptions? They helped me much. Uh, I know one guy. Uh, well, I, I have to say that a lot of my concert engagements and uh, these shot, um, uh, how, how could I call it, shot offer, Mm-hmm. Uh, came from my YouTube recordings. Really? Yes. Yes. So thanks, Google. Thanks, YouTube. There's the power Guys, of yeah, the internet. Yeah. That's true. That's absolutely true. That's fantastic. So one guy from Shot, a uh, Russian one, mm-hmm. um, uh, he came across my recordings somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he tried to find some recording of Glinka and uh, suddenly uh, found my arrangement and he immediately wrote me a letter and uh, we met with the boss with the chief of shot with him in Sankt Petersburg and um, just just um, had a deal that's fantastic yeah so. what what is it with this do you look at a piece and think oh no i have my own way around this i want to extend you know the glinka or whatever you're looking at or or rachmaninoff uh, song um do you just do you just play with the notes in your head, or do you have a kind of plan about where you want to take the music in your own arrangements? You know the beauty of uh, making actually any transcription. Usually, I have a plan, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have some idea, but uh, the whole picture um, becomes obvious when I f- finish the score. Actually, so hmm. uh, it's. Uh, very much like um, composing. So you're following okay. the music, you're following what what is going on. Uh-huh. And uh, you do the best uh, in trying to catch the right direction and the right. only one right direction. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. extremely important. And um, uh, like Pushkin said, for example, uh, when he wrote Yevgeny Onegin, this mm-hmm. famous poem, mm-hmm. when uh, Tatiana married uh, the old general, yeah. uh, he just uh, wrote in his letter, you know what, folks, my Tatiana just married. I didn't expect that. <laughs> <laughs> so the characters um, characters live um, in their own way. Yeah. After you create some idea, um, this idea um, has to become independent of you and mm-hmm. uh, y- y- you are trying to 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 watch out like and uh, I love it. Yeah, that that's that's really interesting, really intriguing and um, inspiring. I love that. And um, in in every piece uh, <laughs> I have s- different conceptions I would say and different stories. Uh, and this genre is perfect for uh, for uh, for different um Situations, for example, um, I may love some symphonic vocal music, and uh, I just want to perform it on piano mm-hmm. because I love it. Mm-hmm. No changes at all, mm-hmm. and uh, that's the way to do it, mm-hmm. right? Uh, in mm-hmm. some pieces, in piano pieces, simple piano pieces, for example, I feel like uh, I have to uh, explore uh, its potential, right? Um, and um, Maybe look at this piece through all the time uh, which went after uh, its creation, mm-hmm. and um, 
just look on modern eyes yeah um, with contemporary thoughts with contemporary everything mm. uh, look differently on this music so that's uh, another another yeah, chance to this yeah. well let's look at one of your other arrangements and that's your famous rhapsody in black uh, which is based on themes from George Gershwin's uh, opera Porgy and Bess. Yes. So uh, this intrigued you because Oh. Oh, do we story. have do we have a 2 hour <laughs> show here? Yeah. It's a long story. Um <laughs> first mm, I have heard the brilliant and outstanding recording by Sir Simon Rattle mm-hmm. with London Symphony Orchestra mm-hmm. and London Chorus. Uh, you know this film opera made in 1993? Of Porgy and Bess? Yes, yes uh-huh. of course. And uh, it just, uh, you know, moved me so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read the story, I read the, just the libretto in library the, the day after. Mm-hmm. I read the text, and the text moved me also. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So I came up with the idea to write something after that. And uh, um, I spent two years, actually, to clarify the idea, wh- what I'm going to do. Because, you know, uh, there there are a lot of other transcriptions of Porg and Bess, like suits, like mm-hmm. medleys, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, But I, I didn't want to write another one. Mm-hmm. So my idea was, uh, maybe it's funny, but uh, my idea was to start when Gershwin's Gershwin uh, finished his opera because the opera ends very openly mm-hmm. and very intriguing. And uh, Porgy left his small village, Catfish Row, and he's on the way to New York. And right. uh, my story starts right from this point. I see, I see, I so, see. So uh, my idea was to create like a Porgy Bus 2. <laughs> I love it. Oh. Well, can we hear a little bit of this right yeah, now? Sure, sure, the Rhapsody yeah. in Black. should be proud of this piece. <laughs> My God, this is your first time with orchestration of an orchestra. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I I grew up with this piece uh, to make an orchestration better. Okay. So. Okay. I get the impression maybe you grew up watching old Hollywood films too. I mean, I really feel a kind of you know Max Steiner, the great Hollywood uh, composers, um, in the background there a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, <laughs> actually, um, the recording I mentioned by Simon Rattle was not only one. Uh, I saw also the musical version of this opera right. made. I think it's fifties. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. In black and white, mm-hmm. with um, father of the Bobby McFerrin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember the lady who who uh, sang her best, but uh, it was completely different style. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. operatic, more musical, more light. More, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So it also impressed me a lot, and so you 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 you, you heard some some influences. Oh from, my from gosh! That, yes, yes, that so. is absolutely fantastic. Thank you. Wow! So, so I hope to perform it, to present it here in the United States. I hope so too. Mm, yeah. So I'm working on it now. I, and so you should. This is so wonderful. Your yes. transcriptions you played in the concert I went to. You did a Rachmaninoff song where you seemed to end on almost a question, like like things weren't quite resolved. And I loved that about that you. You know, I thought, oh, he's adding his own little, uh, you know, fingerprint to this. And of course, again, I you have know, to. absolutely. <laughs> this is so fantastic. It's a reason to transcribe. Well, this is this interview is going by way too fast, Slava. <laughs> but listen, I have to ask one more thing. Okay. What you know, I know that uh, having a career, you have a wife and child, and and this is all quite difficult in this day of traveling and, and concertizing. What what really mo- is the most challenging aspect of having a music co- career now for you? And I'm not just talking about the mundane. No, for you. Uh, For For you. Mm, You know what? I'm I'm waiting for my chance. Mm. And um, Mm. I have to be patient. Uh, I have to be focused on my my art, my Mm -hmm. music, and my artistic goals. And uh, um, I'm really trying to do this part of my life um, do the best and uh, probably I don't um, pay too much attention to promote this mm-hmm. and um, but I feel like you know uh, better I will create something valuable Mm-hmm. Then it w- I will promote something invaluable, right? So um, um, I'm a, taking my time. You are. I have a feeling uh, it's all going to take care of itself, though. And yeah. you have a manager to promote you. You know. Of course, you yeah, just I have my provide friend, Natasha here. Yeah, that's oh, true. Yeah, the so. beauty of what you do, you provide that, and we will all come along for the ride. You're going to have your moment. Hmm. If you I'm have, sure I believe in that. If yeah. you have one word to sum you up, what would it be? And this can be Russian or in English. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, maybe a little bit weird, but in Russian it sounds like Shilo. Uh, in in English it's all all uh, the little stick, metal stick. Uh, like an auger? No. It's a metal stick. You can mm-hmm. uh, do a hole uh-huh. inside yeah. uh, in something. Okay. So we have in in Russian. We have oh an all all yeah, yeah probably all mm-hmm. yeah uh, in Russia we have an expression uh, <laughs> sorry my Russian listeners shilov zadnice uh, it means uh, the all in the s so 
<laughs> I'm sorry about that. But it, it means, it means, it means that um, um, mm, comfort is not my case. Uh, okay. It's not my feeling. So I'm always You're working trying, for more. working, yeah, to do for something else, something else, something else, and try something else. That's and excellent. Uh, and for yeah. Slava Gryasnov, you're doing it. Thank you for being on center stage. This is Pamela Kuhn, and the curtain is now down.